Food, water, shelter, and nesting are all vital to attracting birds to your backyard. Multiple food sources are also helpful. Shop a wide variety of feeders, waterers, and bird food at Blaine's Farm and Fleet to keep your feathered friends happy and healthy all year long. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it looks like I'm going to put you to work on a Thursday. Rainfall reports are welcome. How are you, everybody? Fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke. Glad to be along with you. A little bit on the cool side again this morning. This rain is going to stick around. Your rainfall reports always welcome on our Midwest Farm Report talk text line. That number, 877 877- Three zero one three two seven six. Once again, eight seven seven three zero one three two seven six. And remember, if you uh, get involved with our talk text line, you could qualify to win a weather station courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance and the Midwest Farm Report. Uh, so far this morning, it looks like our temperatures are going to top out around 60 degrees today. Basically, a 100% chance of rain. If you haven't seen it already, you will. Tonight, down to 42. Tomorrow, partly cloudy and 57. Dry on Saturday with some sunshine and 58. Cloudy skies back around on Sunday. 56 are expected high. Of course, Stumacher Ag Meteorologist coming up. You do have one good thing to look forward to today. It is Scoops of Thanks Day courtesy of your local Culver's. That gives you an opportunity to enjoy a little treat and help agriculture education and the FFA. Our new addition, Aaron Zimmerman, is going to bring us that story. Whether it's a lot or a little, we need your rainfall reports. The Rural Mutual Rainfall Report is on. Text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from because every month we'll pick a winner for a digital weather station courtesy Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Text those rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. If you haven't done shopping for mom or maybe a graduate, uh, high school, college, tech school, whatever the case may be, there is something that you can do right from Wisconsin. Bob Bosel at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And Pam, we do have so many products food and other products made in Wisconsin that really make great gifts. Absolutely, Bob. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I really was intrigued by this story because the the theme is boxes of fun. And listen, Farm Babe's always about boxes of fun. Well, I chatted about it with Lois Fetterman with the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. She oversees the Something Special from Wisconsin program. Now, you can imagine, Something Special from Wisconsin stands for uh, products that were made in Wisconsin, products that have Wisconsin manufacturing. It's the story of Wisconsin. But those are the very same businesses that really struggled through the pandemic. Well, Lois says they came up with this idea of gift boxes that could be sent literally across the countryside to people that would appreciate something special from Wisconsin. Well, it took off, took off last Thanksgiving, and today they've created boxes of fun geared towards Mother's Day and a brand new addition recently announced, as Bob said, for the graduate. Lois says, really, honestly, it's a labor of love. It truly has been a labor of love and fun. And back in 2020, we all remember that wasn't quite so fun, right? 
And all of our events that we do with our Something Special members to help them expose their businesses to buyers and consumers got canceled. And so one of our Something Special members, Christina May with Sly Gourmet Chips, reached out to me with a brainstorm idea about, hey, maybe we could create some sort of boxes of product for multiple Something Special from Wisconsin members to help them still have some sales opportunities, but really just pretty much put some fun into the day for both the members and the people that were going to be receiving these boxes. So that's really how the concept was born. <clears throat> Excuse me. Well, and I like uh, I like the theme of fun. I think everybody can appreciate that. And I've got to believe that you're something special from Wisconsin Partners. We're uh, pretty quick to share how challenging it has been for them in the past year. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, many of them were... You know, extremely thankful for the opportunity to have another way and to partner with somebody else that could help market their product and was willing to go that extra mile to push it out. So it was extremely successful. We launched our first um, group of boxes for Thanksgiving pretty much as a test mode to kind of get a sense of would there be interest, you know, what would the process be as far as aggregating all the products from the different companies because we had up to 48 of our members participating with products at one point. So that's a lot of product to gather from literally across the entire state. And it went really well, and so we went into a full mode for Christmas time, and it was we ended up shipping to over 24 states across the country, which was, we were a little bit surprised, although in the end not really because there was great Wisconsin nights all over the country and people wanted to send, you know, products to loved ones or People that are um, from Wisconsin originally and living elsewhere wanted to feel that connection again. So we were really excited to have that type of success with them. Right. And the creativity continues this spring. Tell me about the customized boxes for Mother's Day. And then I understand another new one that you've just added to the menu. Yes, literally today. So Mother's Day, we've got an offering of four different boxes. And their price point ranges from uh, $59 up to $89. And there's anywhere from 8 to 16 of our members represented in each box, just depending on the price point. But something for everyone, there's a small snack box that includes things like pretzels and uh, CJ's Premium Spice Onion Dip Mix and, honestly, cranberry, dried cranberries, Pine River pre-packed cheese spreads. Then we've got a Pamper Her box, which is really targeted at seriously Something special just for mom with some wine glasses in there and some soaps and chocolate, a little lip balm, that type of thing. Some candy maybe in there for mom <laughs> and some lotion. And that one runs at $89. And then we have um, another one called Mother's Day Love, which basically gives her, again, some just special treats for her, including... Uh, something special from Wisconsin, stainless steel water bottle, which is really nice. And lastly, then we have Morning Madness, which is really targeted about when mom gets up on Mother's Day and make her some pancakes and put some Wisconsin maple syrup on it or jam from Happy Hunter Farms with Fiber Roqua. We've got tea from Herbal Tea and pineapple tartlets from Madam Chu and just all types of great things in those boxes. You know, that is a, that's a heck of a rundown there, Lois. Lois Fetterman, along with us from the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection. How in the world did you guys uh, coordinate all of these anxious something special from Wisconsin partners and uh, kind of, you know, p- 
put this concoction together in an appealing way. How long did that take? Um, it actually, uh, when you're working with great partners such as Christine and Greg Potter with um, Project Connects Marketing that Christine works with, it makes it much easier than it might seem on the surface. But we sat down and we brainstormed about the idea and what the possibilities were, and we put together a concept which I then sent out to all of our Something Special members. There was a couple of requirements. Obviously, they had to be an active member of the Something Special from Wisconsin program to participate. And any products that they wanted us to consider for inclusion had to be shelf-stable, so we didn't have to deal with refrigeration um, when shipping and, and storing, that sort of thing. So we put out the call for people to submit products that they would be interested in having considered for the boxes along with their price points and things, and then just sat down and went through and tried to pick a great variety representing companies all across the state, all different types of products. And um, that was actually the fun part because there were so many wonderful things to take a look at and to choose from. Keeps it keeps it fresh in your mind, the diversity of the Something Special from Wisconsin program. Now, for people that are not familiar, Lois, I do want to stress that uh, to carry that emblem, Something Special from Wisconsin, should mean something to any shopper wherever they are. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the Something Special from Wisconsin program was founded in 1983, and it's managed by the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. And it is a membership fee-based program. You have to renew your membership annually. But the qualifications to become a member, a minimum of 50% of either your product ingredients or the manufacturing, the making of the product, have to happen here in the state of Wisconsin. And that's really what it's all about. Now, you mentioned that just today, another new offering to keep the good vibe going with these customized boxes featuring something special from Wisconsin has been announced. What is this one focused in on, Lois? Um, this one is focused on the time of year. Besides Mother's Day, it's also graduation time. So we added one box that's just basically a great little fun snack box for all those graduates in your life. Super. Are we expecting that you might add more variations to the graduation, the spring surprise kind of box coming up? Um, that is re- going to be remain to be seen, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> so- I think Father's Day is kind of next on the horizon mm-hmm. here. And I, the other thing that um, makes these boxes so fun is Greg Potter, again, has done such an incredible uh, job with his graphic designs. And so when people open those boxes, just the visual of what you see to start with is a surprise and very fun. And everything is tailored to each individual holiday or time frame that we're putting the boxes out with a complete list of everything that's in there for your reference. And it's just, you know, besides trying to bring that amount of joy and that fun into the recipient's day and even the giver's day, you know, it just feels good to send something like that. We want people to really be able to reference and look back, and hopefully they're going to go searching for these products and keep them in their life every day and not just, you know, when they open a box that they receive. Yes, that is exactly it. Yeah. One other thing I'd like to add is that all of the items that are in these boxes are full-size products. They're not, you know, two-ounce sample size or one-ounce bag of this or whatever. They are the full 
the full deal. Ah, very good point. Very good point. Lois Fetterman along with us from the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection. Something special from Wisconsin, one of the responsibilities of the department. And like we said, some exciting spring fun boxes for mom and for the upcoming graduate. Lois, how can people find or order these uh, fun boxes for Mother's Day or for that upcoming graduation? Yeah, there is a website. It's something special, wi.square.site, S-I-T-E. And again, they can find that on our Facebook page and so on, but something special, wi.square.site. And the other point is, is that we do ship these boxes to all 48 lower states. So Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Illinois, it's a flat $10 shipping charge. And outside of those three states, it's a $25 shipping charge. Duly noted. I'll tell you, if it's something that you want to share with a loved one, share with a Wisconsinite in a different uh, time zone, it is perfect. Again, something special from Wisconsin. Customized boxes coming up for Mother's Day celebration or for that upcoming graduation. Take a look and enjoy something special from Wisconsin. Lois Federman, the coordinator for that project. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. What weather is in store for the Midwest today? Stay tuned as Ag Meteorologist Stu Muck gives you the latest forecast in just moments, right here on the Midwest Farm Report. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings, The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, Stuff you won't find anywhere else and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. When it comes to putting a room together, I'm brilliant. No idea where you come up with these things. You didn't put the room together. I can just scribble an idea down on a piece of paper and voila! You drew the room and handed it to a lazy boy interior designer. I don't know how I do it. These ideas just come to me. Your idea was to go to lazy boy. That's all anyone has to do. I mean, I'm not bragging. You're totally bragging. But a little planning and you could have a home that looks like this. Anybody can do that. It just takes a simple meeting with a lazy boy interior designer. It takes about an hour, then they take it from there. It just feels good to have it all come together like this. I can finally put my feet up and relax. You've had your feet up the whole time. It's time to order your custom designs for summer delivery. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor Madison, East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. 
Well, it is a little bit of a wet start as we get rolling on a Thursday morning, but for a lot of folks, that's not bad at all. Let's talk about the weather. Stumach, Ag Meteorologist, joining us live this morning. What kind of rainfall reports do you have so far, Stu? My rainfall reporters are just waking up. <laughs> well, I've got lacrosse at 16 hundredths and Boston at 13 hundredths, uh, 17 hundredths at Madison. About a tenth here in the Fond du Lac area, including my friend John over Armstrong Way. I did see Nashcora on Marquette County, 15 hundredths of an inch, and Reedsburg in Sauk County at three-tenths of an inch. But all in all, that's just not a whole lot of rain. Even on top of the rain we've seen, I don't think we're flooding anybody out yet. Just getting some moisture back in the soil. Low pressure and a front are trying to push off to our south. Oh, heading on into Illinois today. And the radar indicates most of this light rain scattering from Green Bay to about La Crosse, a little further south, now more like Prairie du Chien, if you will. And that rain will slowly push east and southeast during the day. Not going to add up a whole lot more, another tenth of an inch or so. I think if we get to that quarter inch for most people, that's about all we're going to talk about. But with the cloudy skies and the rain around, you'd have to expect it will stay a little cooler again today. Cooler than normal, I think we all probably hold in the 50s when we should be in the mid and even upper 60s for highs now. So a cooler spell in store. But I have to mention another cool front that's going to drop through really quickly out of the northwest. And that's a reason that in the nighttime, maybe mid part of the night in western Wisconsin, call it the early morning hours of Friday in the east, there may be just that little chance of some light rain. A few sprinkly showers could slip through. That should be the extent. But that front will reinforce some cool air. Yes, it may very well be frosty again for Saturday morning. I'll have forecast details right after this. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently, okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. All right, Stuby, let's go. Where are we heading with this moisture? What are we expecting for the rest of the week? All right, well, the scattered showers around today, ending at La Crosse this morning at Mauston toward mid-morning, and finally ending by late today in the east, you know, another tenth of an inch or so, especially in the east. Mostly cloudy skies, maybe a little clearing in western Wisconsin, upper 50s. It could be still a 60-degree day at La Crosse. The north winds at 5 to 10. Mostly cloudy tonight, and in the night, that slight chance of light rain. Temps down in the low 40s with west winds at 5 to 10. Friday, how about that? Sunshine returns, mostly sunny, not bad, mid to upper 50s, cooler than normal. The northwest winds 5 to 15. Frost 
could likely be around late Friday night, early Saturday morning. Otherwise, Saturday, mostly sunny. Upper 50s and low 60s as winds become northeast at 5. Sunday still in the upper 50s, maybe a little sprinkly light rain. Even next week, Pam, you know, upper 50s, low, maybe some mid-60s toward midweek. Early May, late April type temperature pattern, but still not a thing we have to worry about, I don't believe. Well, that's good news. That's good news. All right, Stu, we'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. See you then. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with your weather details. Well, we're all about the details. We are following up today to uh, find out if uh, Wisconsin Ag Secretary-designee Randy Romanski finally got confirmed yesterday. I've got all kinds of feelers out there with that. And uh, we're also talking dairy. Andy Fallman with Everag down in Chicago is going to be joining us live this morning. What's going on with the USDA programs? Also, uh, what's going on as far as uh, the milk future prices and where we're headed? Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compere Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compere Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. You already know that worms approve of our shredded topsoil, but did you know that seeds also love our special blend of garden mix? It's packed with nutrients that plants need to grow to their full potential. Visit KalaniTopsoil.com for delivery, or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Then watch that garden grow with tons of fresh vegetables or beautiful plants and flowers. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. There have been multiple instances of scammers impersonating Madison police officers and detectives. A 27-year-old man told officers he was contacted by MPD officer Rick Foster and the caller ID displayed the MPD North District's main number. The victim was asked to send money through a money app. The victim later confirmed with MPD that this was a scam and nobody by the name of Rick Foster is employed with MPD. These types of calls are scams with people impersonating the authorities and conjuring up different schemes to people into giving them money. Remember, scammers can spoof your caller ID. Please visit the Federal Trade Commission Consumer Information website for more details on these types of scams and steps you can take to protect yourself. If you have any information regarding similar scams, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. The roofing, gutter, siding, and window team Transform the look of your home Superior service without compromising Online at PrairieExteriors.com Prairie Exteriors, now that's impressive You'll need what's under the hood to make noise. Or you'll miss the real noise. Hammered one. Interstate All Battery Center in Middleton carries long-lasting car and truck batteries for power-hungry fans of the game. 
After all, you'd rather listen to a brewer than a bummer. Your soundtrack of summer relies on Interstate All Battery Center in Middleton. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Smog, garbage, sewers, car exhaust. Today's world puts our sense of smell on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. When you visit, your nose will instantly recognize the purity of nature. Bask in the aromatic scent of the black pine trees blowing in the wind. Detect the sweet fragrance of primroses, wild violets, and blue sage. Smell the fresh salt water in the air as waves crash into rocky shoals. When you smell these things, you're smelling the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov slash refuges. That's fws.gov slash refuges. Smog, garbage, sewers, car exhaust. Today's world puts our sense of smell on overload. Luckily, there are places we can go to refocus our senses. Our national wildlife refuges. When you visit, your nose will instantly recognize the purity of nature. Bask in the aromatic scent of the black pine trees blowing in the wind. Detect the sweet fragrance of primroses, wild violets, and blue sage. Smell the fresh salt water in the air as waves crash into rocky shoals. When you smell these things, you're smelling the world the way we found it. With over 500 refuges across America, you don't have to go far to make a special connection with nature. Learn more at fws.gov refuges. That's fws.gov refuges. You want to talk a little Milwaukee Brewers bullpen. So Brewers lost last night uh, by no fault of the bullpen, I would say, 6-5 to to the Philadelphia Phillies. And uh, there is also concern, right, with Christian Yelich as he was back on Monday and then down again, um, down again to what, the IL yesterday as his back is flaring up. But you specifically said, I want to talk a little bullpen for the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, because when we first started talking about the Brewers this season, what did we expect? The bullpen was going to be a, a top bullpen in the league. Yeah. You were hoping that you were going to get the Corbin Burns from 2020 and that Brandon Woodruff could again be solid and the rest of the guys would fill in and, and, and throw the ball decently well. Mm-hmm. And then you looked at the offense and some of the roster that they had built around uh, the pitching, and it's the Christian Yelichs. We talk about all the outfielders with Avisel Garcia, Lorenzo Cain, uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. We talked about if Shaw could be at least an average player at third base. Could Keston Hira hit the ball at uh, first base? Is he going to be able to learn the position? The middle infield should be solid. And if Narvaez can hit the ball, you're going to have a good one-two punch, good hitter in Narvaez, and a good uh, defensive catcher in Pena. Well, for the most part, the only thing that's really come to fruition now is the fact that this bullpen is starting to get better. Because you look at the... The, the guys in the field, some have hit the ball, some haven't. A lot of them have been on the IL. And then the starting pitching, you did get Corbin Burns of 2020 version. You even got the best version of Corbin Burns. Yeah. And, and the starting pitchers have been phenomenal so far for the Milwaukee Brewers. But the one thing that seemed to be lagging behind, even without 
a lot of injuries was the bullpen. Well, the bullpen seems to be coming into its own the last week or so. You've seen the last couple of games against the Phillies where the bullpen didn't give up any runs. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're starting to get healthier. They're not 100% healthy yet. Obviously, they had to put some guys on the 10-day DL. They've had to, they've had other guys that were on the 60-day, or sorry, IL. It's not the DL anymore, Rowdy. No, no. But I think you can say that the back end of that bullpen is finally starting to round itself out. You still have at closer Josh Hader. Been phenomenal. Given up just one run this season. The guy's got an ERA below one. He's got a whip below one. Whip it. And then obviously you've seen that Devin Williams the last few times out, probably was, the last handful of times out, is starting to look like the Devin Williams of last for year. Sure. Where that's great because he's so hard to hit with that circle change. Oh my God, it's nasty. They're calling it the airbender now on Twitter. He is the airbender. But he's starting to come into his own. Obviously the ERA is not in the sixes anymore. It's starting to come down. He's starting to look better. But how about JP Fireisen? Dude, he's money. His ERA is still zero. The Wisconsin <laughs> guy, the Wisconsin guy from River Falls, has stepped in and completely been a shutdown guy in the seventh inning. He's been straight fire, dude. Now he's had a couple games in those sixteen appearances where he has struggled with some location and with walks. But overall, when you have an ERA of zero and a WHIP under one, the guy's been phenomenal. And I think you have a clear cut seven, eight, nine now. Oh, which yeah. is which is 100% going to benefit this Milwaukee Brewers team going forward, even if you have to deal with some of these these Eric Lauer's coming in and spot starting, the Zach Godley's coming in and spot starting because your starting rotation now has some injuries or guys on the IL. And then you look at some of the other guys that are starting to come into their own. Drew Rasmussen, he's a guy that's had a lot of ability that they were high on, mm-hmm. but he doesn't have a ton of big league experience. He started out the season struggling. He's starting to throw the ball a lot better lately. I just feel like the fact that you don't have to use Brent Suter in a seventh or an eighth inning anymore because you have that clear cut seven, eight, nine. That's now, a, it's a good thing, right? That bullpen is only getting stronger. And it, it basically it spells it out when you look at the bullpen ERA. Remember when we came in, we expect them to be top ten. Well, that, well the bullpen, the bullpen, right, Rowdy, coming into the season was going to be the number one strength of the Brewers, and it turned out to be actually the the it, least it was the least after effective the first thing couple for the weeks of the season when the offense started turning on yeah. a couple weeks in it was it was what was lagging behind yep and now it's now i'd say it's like in the forefront isn't and, it and in that beginning of the season the first half of the first month of april that bullpen era was in the bottom five yeah. well, William, williams was coming off injury you didn't really see Hader too much. They they didn't really trust jp fire yeah. yet Hader, that you could say that they were babying him that you were, you were having to play Brent Suter in seven and eighth inning roles when yep. he's really not suited not for him. that. Uh, was the jury kind of out on Boxberger at the time? And then that's another guy, yeah. Brad Boxberger. I almost forgot about him. He's coming in and, and has done pretty well. Now there's been some times where you held your breath. Sure, she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Go ahead and talk or text your rainfall report into me this morning. I appreciate that and any other comments that you've got. Uh, also, don't forget that talk text line you can use pretty much any time to communicate directly with me. Let me know what's happening in your community, how planting's going, if you've got a question, whatever I can do to help. The talk text line is 877 Farm. That's 877-301-3276. I'm Pam Yankee. 
Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday, the 6th day of May. Boy, all kinds of stuff pop up today. Did you know on this day back in 1947, an earthquake shook southeastern Wisconsin. It was centered south of Milwaukee near the lakeshore, caused minor damage, no major injuries. The tremors shook buildings, rattled windows in a lot of communities around the southeast area of the state. There were reports of broken windows in Kenosha. The shock shock was felt from Sheboygan to the Wisconsin-Illinois border on this day back in 1947. On this day back in 2004, the final episode of Friends is aired. And I don't think anybody would even know that because the reruns are everywhere. On this day in 1976, there was another massive earthquake. This was in northeast Italy. 939 people died there. The Hindenburg went up in flames on this day in 1937. Back in 1941, on this day, Bob Hope performed his first USO show at California's March Field. And happy birthday to actor George Clooney. 60 years young and looking good, George. Happy birthday. There you go. Just a little something for you this morning. Trying to put a smile on your face as best we can with the cloudy overcast weather out there. And to help me do that today, our new assistant, Aaron Zimmerman, joins us. If you're looking for a little treat today, you can enjoy it yourself and help agriculture education. It is Scoops of Thanks Day. Aaron? Are you a fan of Culver's Frozen Custard? Well, you're in luck, because today Culver's is hosting Scoops of Thanks, part of their Thank a Farmer campaign, to raise money for agriculture education programs and FFA. I had the chance to speak with Allison Wadig, marketing specialist at Culver's, about the event. Scoops of Thanks Day is our annual Thank You Farmers Project fundraiser, and it takes place each year, and this year it is May 6th, and we are letting guests come into any of Culver's restaurants When you donate $1, you'll receive a single scoop of fresh frozen custard, whether that's vanilla, chocolate, or Culver's flavor of the day, which tomorrow will be a fun agriculture-featured flavor called Mooey Gooey Twist. And then all of the donations from that dollar will go to support local agricultural education programs like the FSA. She was also able to give us a little bit of insight into the purpose of the Thank a Farmer campaign, as well as Scoops of Thanks Day. The Thank You Farmers Project has really been about finding local agricultural education organizations like the FSA and having Culver's local restaurants support them. But Scoops of Thanks Day was really created because it was our way for Culver's guests to participate in this support of FSA. So we created it really with our guests in mind, allowing them to come into the restaurant and make a difference for their local students who are studying um, in agriculture. We also discussed what kind of impact the Thank a Farmer campaign, as well as Scoops of Thanks, has had on agriculture education and FFA. The Thank You Farmers Project started in 2013, and since it's beginning, we've raised over $3 million to support these local students. And every FFA chapter uses the funds that are donated to them in different ways. A few fun things come to mind, like some have created a new greenhouse. Others have sent their students to different leadership conferences to help them learn. And others actually use it to engage even further with Culver's, like hosting a petting zoo at their restaurant and or 
just being able to bring their students in to learn even more about what's going on in a restaurant and how that does tie to agriculture. Culver's also has a special surprise with the event rolling out a new flavor of the day. We do have a new flavor of the day for Scoops of Thanks Day, and this is called Mooey Gooey Twist. It's a fun flavor that I like to say does tie to agriculture a little bit with our strong ties to the dairy industry. But Mooey Gooey Twist is chocolate and vanilla fresh frozen custard swirled together with ribbons of old-fashioned salted caramel and chopped chocolate so it's a really fun flavor and we named it this to just give credit to our hard-working dairy farmers and agriculturalists across the country as we celebrate such a fun way uh, to donate funds to those future agriculturalists. Culver's is also rolling out a new contest in their Thank a Farmer campaign called the Swagriculture Design Contest. Yes, we are currently running a Swagger Culture Design Contest, and this is a new program for us this year. It's really about bringing the future of agriculture and thinking about how we can visually tell that into a story. So we're asking people to share their passion for agriculture by creating an original design that could be featured on Culver's Thank You Farmers Project shirts, hats, or mugs. And to submit this design, you can go to Culver's.com backslash Swagriculture Contest, and we'll be accepting designs through May 21st. And you can design a T-shirt, a hat, or a mug, and it's just a really fun way. And the grand prize winner will receive $1,000 cash and a Culver's-branded cooler Uh, as well as their customized winning design. So a fun way to tie in those art lovers or designers to think about agriculture and celebrate. And again, to learn more about that, you can visit culvers.com backslash swagriculture contest. So don't miss out. Get out today to Culver's to get yourself a scoop of delicious frozen custard while also supporting local FFA and agriculture education programs. For Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman. Farming is tough enough, as you know. Your 2021 Planted Acres report doesn't have to be. With TopCon's data management platform, TAP, you can submit your Planted Acres report right from your computer. And you don't have to have any TopCon gear in your tractors. Signing up is free. And TopCon's TAP can handle your planting data electronically from any of the major planting solutions available. Learn more at CropReporting.com. It's that easy. Well, despite the rain that we're picking up this morning, drought is still on the minds of a lot of traders. Demand for U.S. corn is continuing to be strong, and the May spot contract actually pushed over $7 a bushel. The July contract right now is around $7 as well. Joe Vaklovic, who is the founder and president of Standard Grain out of Nashville, explains what he sees as the main driver to those high corn prices. I think the weather issues in Brazil are a big time deal. Just about every key corn growing area in Brazil is in some stage of drought. They've been extraordinarily dry. There's absolutely nothing in the weather forecast in terms of rain. May is a big month for crop production in Brazil for the second corn crop. May would be kind of like the equivalent to their July, especially this year with everything late. Joe Vaklovic with Standard Grain out of Nashville. He says this could mean more export business for the United States, which means our weather suddenly becomes critical. 
this is a big deal. And I think that this has resulted in ideas of better export demand for corn out of the U.S., both for old crop and for new crop, reduced carryouts. A lot of groups have been reducing their production estimates for this Brazilian corn crop. And USDA has got their estimate at 109 million metric tons. Most of the private groups are gravitating down toward like 100. So that's 9 million metric tons lower. That's 350 million bushels. That's a big difference when you consider what 350 million bushels is on, on our U.S. balance sheets. It's a big deal. And it's additional export business that may make its way to the U.S. or elsewhere and just tightens up the world situation. Joe Vaklovic says you have to go back to 2013 before we saw commodity prices as robust as they are now. But he says, don't think that everything is about South America. He says you have to pay attention to North America as well. And while we may not be experiencing the drought that they are in Brazil, you still have to watch out for certain key production areas here in the United States. I'm not going to say it's not a factor. There is big time drought in North Dakota, Northern South Dakota, even really most of South Dakota is in some stage of drought. The Western half of Nebraska is in some stage of drought. A lot of Iowa and Illinois are normally dry. There are some pockets that you could say are drought areas right now. So it's a concern, but it's not the biggest concern right now. Always something. That's Joe Vaklovic, president of Standard Grain out of Nashville. Here's another little tidbit for you as far as the markets are concerned. If you were ever fortunate enough to go down to Chicago and actually watch the trade activity on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange floor, consider yourself lucky. The CME Group announced yesterday it will not reopen its physical trading pits that they closed last March because of the pandemic. And that includes the trading pits for corn, wheat, soybeans, and other ag commodities. Agriculture commodities will now trade exclusively electronically. Now, this is a trend we saw coming. They basically have started to see scale back of actual physical trading since 2015. But still, even up until last March, there were about 450 traders, clerks and employees that were on the trade floor. But that is now nothing but a memory. CME, closing the agricultural trading pits. Markets this morning are robust. Like Joe Vaklovic pointed out, they're still trying to buy corn and beans. July corn this morning's up nine at seven seventeen. December corn's up eight and a half at six thirteen. July soybeans are up almost sixteen cents, fifteen fifty eight. With November beans up eleven at thirteen ninety three. July wheat's three and a half cents higher at seven forty eight. The dairy markets yesterday, barrel cheese was up two and a half cents at one eighty four and a half. 40-pound block cheese, a quarter of a cent higher at 180 and a quarter. The double-A butter, that went down a penny yesterday at 173.5 per pound. Fluid milk contracts are pretty quiet overnight. The June milk closed two cents lower at 1976 a hundredweight. July milk was up to at 1986 a hundredweight. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at MidwestFarmReport.com. Are you ready for the next generation of body sculpting? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Current body shaping devices have addressed unwanted stubborn fat and skin laxity. But what if we want more muscle strength and toning? MSculpt is our new body sculpting device at Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie that uses high intensity electromagnetic contractions with a 30-minute treatment described as equivalent to 20,000 crunches. MSculpt is approved for abdomen, arms, thighs, 
and calves. And it's also the world's first non-invasive butt toning and lifting procedure. M-Sculpt is a safe, effective addition to any workout program. The possibilities are endless. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. If your walls could talk, what would they say? I have sent children into fits of rage. I am responsible for a child's speech impediment. I am the reason a child can't read. Just because you can't see lead paint doesn't mean it's not on walls, doors, windows, and sills. Today, lead paint poisoning affects over 1 million children. If your home was built before 1978, log on to leadfreekids.org or call 800-424-LEAD. Brought to you by the Coalition to End Childhood Lead Poisoning, EPA, HUD, and the Ad Council. So you're starting to get excited for those face-to-face events. Well, guess what? McFarland's is there to help. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for McFarland's. 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City or online McFarland's.net where you can take a look at all the options they offer in their rental department. You've got a big event coming up and you want to safely distance. McFarland's can help you out for those weddings, those outdoor gatherings, graduation parties, whatever you've got. Jump online McFarland's.net or call them 643-3321. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All righty, and we want to get right to it on a Thursday morning, welcoming in Andy Fallman from EverAg down in Chicago with a look at what's happening as far as dairy and dairy markets. Boy, Andy, uh, it looks to me like some of the news reports I've been getting, that powdered milk market is skyrocketing. What's going on there? Yeah, no, I appreciate you having me, Pam. Um, and it's been, you know, it, it's been one of those markets that has been really low for a long time. We actually touched a price that we haven't seen since 2014. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with the export market. Um, you know, the cure for low prices is typically low prices, right? And, and we became very competitive in the export space. We just got cheap with respect to the rest of the world. And, you know, from that standpoint, uh, the, there was actually a very recent uh, export report that came out, uh, actually yesterday, um, and non-fat exports were reported to be up 38%, and total dairy exports are up about 25%. Those are good numbers. Where are we? Where's uh, where's our biggest customer? Well, I mean, typically Mexico is one of our bigger customers, but you're starting to see relationships pick up also around the around, around other parts of the globe too. You know, um, uh, Oceania, for example. We've been consistently exporting more product into places like Japan, for Japan, uh, South Korea. Um, you know, on the cheese front, we started to see more business, I believe, go out to Australia as well. So, um, yeah, but I mean, in short, it, it's, it's we, especially at the beginning of this year, we were relatively cheap with respect to the rest of the world. There was, there was things like this global dairy trade, the GDT auction, that was showing consistently, you know, price prints that were well premiumed to us. Yeah, now those sales are wonderful. What about transportation and getting it there? How are we doing on making sure those arteries stay moving? You know, to my understanding, what I've heard, especially with a port issue out, uh, out west, is that has been not totally resolved, but has been resolved in becoming more and more, le- or I should say less of an issue. Right. It's just, it's just resolving itself. I mean, it's a, it's a huge problem that the whole world was working together to solve. Right. And so 
But I think that was the big, it was one of the bigger catalysts for some of this export data that we've seen, uh, particularly for nonfat. You know, we, we, we exported quite a bit of powder from, you know, from our West Coast. And uh, a lot of that, I believe, was already kind of bought and paid for, really just waiting for a boat. Yeah. So once that started to get resolved, you know, that we just started to see these powder numbers start to go. And, you know, I, I look at I look at nonfat, for example, and I say, you know, gosh, it's, it's, it's had a good run here. Right. I mean, we're already we're over 130. We haven't seen this price since call of 2014. Um, but, you know, it's we've seen two dollars before. You know, a dollar 30 is kind of a, a not even the middle of the road type of price in terms of the range that we've seen in the past. Right. That's more like a dollar 50. So, you know, that's that's where my head starts to go with where non-fat can go. You know, yeah, it's had a great run here, but I think it's got some more steam left in it. I'm kind of curious, Andy, Andy Fallman, along with us from Everag in Chicago. I'm, I'm wondering, now that we're getting closer and closer to summer, are we getting any, any indication about uh, other soft products like uh, ice cream? Uh, you know, butter has been slipping lately. I'm just wondering if we're going to start to see some of that uh, high-fat product move towards the ice cream, or, or are we just going to continue to focus on the international scene? I think we'll start to focus a little bit more on the domestic front, particularly in the restaurants business. We're seeing food service demand really pick up, um, and you know while it is picking up substantially, it's still it's still lower than what we've seen like call it a like year over year in the past two years. And so I think there's still quite a bit of you know demand potential there. And, and keep in mind, uh, we use quite a bit of butter in the restaurant. I believe 45 percent of our butter consumption is done at the restaurant level. So you, you think about you know folks that are starting to you know, get vaccinated and traveling and wanting to get out to eat and see friends that they haven't seen in a long time. Um, I think that all plays a pretty key role for the butter space. So yeah, I mean, non-fat's had a great run. I think it's going to continue, but there's, that's only one half of the class four equation. You know, the butter piece is there as well. And I, I think butter is kind of the next shining jewel for the dairy space. Wow, we'll look forward to that. Andy, uh, before I have to let you go, why don't you go ahead and give people your contact information? We've got the whole group down at EverAg that's at your disposal. And when I see these kind of fluid milk prices or these contract prices that we can try to use at least as a floor, I want them to get in touch with you guys. Sure. No, I appreciate that. Uh, my email address is just my initials, A is in Apple, J is in Jack, F is in Frank, at ever.ag. Um, you can reach me there, and um, yeah, these are we're starting to see, particularly with things like a DRP program, for example, starting to see floors that uh, folks can put into place that I don't think we've ever seen since the program started back in 2018. Wow, that's saying something. All right, Andy, I appreciate it. Have a great Thursday. Thanks for being with us. Andy Fallman joining us live this morning from the EverAg Group down in Chicago. And like I said, if you are looking for uh, some tools, some protection, some opportunity to capitalize on these prices, like you said, that we haven't seen in years, then the team at EverAg definitely can help you out. We're happy to have them along with us every Thursday right here. Have a great day, everybody. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.